Hey guys, this is Gabe with Church and State. If you have been thinking about doing your own podcast and are interested in starting a podcast, we want to recommend Anchor. Here's why we use it. A couple of reasons. Number one, it is free, 100%, no cost. And they have creation tools that allow you to create podcasts even from your phone. Then Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on big guys like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many others. So start making money with your podcast today. They've got everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Today on Church and State, we'll be covering Biden's speech. And also Jay Inslee. The Inslees is now sending us back to phase two. And also, soap dispensers prove racism. Hello, Christian patriots, and welcome to Church and State, where we strive to plug you into the pew and plug you into politics. I'm your host, Caleb Call. You're with me, as always, Pastor Gabe Blomgren. And we are in the most anointed edition of Church and State. It is Sunday morning live and uh, brought to you by the House of God here at Covenant Church Spokane. So excited. Thank you for being here with us on your Sabbath. Hopefully you've plugged into a church, as we say in our call line every single morning. Uh, we, we desire to be plugged into politics and plugged into the pew. What does that look like, Caleb? What, what do we mean by that? It means being a Christian activist, getting out there, getting involved with your church, because you gotta, you got to put on that full armor, right, Gabe? That's if, exactly you, if, right. if you're going out in that world and you're becoming an activist, you got to have that full armor first. So f- first and foremost, get right with God. You want to hear something that might Go trigger ahead. people? Uh, instead of calling yourself a, a dominionist, call yourself a Christ supremacist. Mm, yeah, I like that. Instead of a white supremacist, I'm a Christ supremacist. Amen. Triggered. Well, a lot of people <laughs> will be, for sure. And we're going to be talking about a lot of that, for sure. Yeah. Um, one other thing, real quick. This is the last week. We've got Wednesday night. Alex Newman is coming to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. It's going to be at the Coeur d'Alene Resort and Convention Center. This doors open at 6.15, starts at 7 uh, p.m. here. So $10 a ticket. You have got to get down there. I got, I'm going to say something, Gabe. This is interesting. The Kooten, one of the Kootenai County commissioners just recently, they're trying to change the government locally to where no, it's no longer necessarily an elected but an appointed position. They're talking about the sheriff specifically here. Wow. Okay. So, so the sheriff's not even elected. Anymore. No, no, no. They, right now he is, but they no, want to change, trying it. To change it. Yes. So in one of these guys, and I'll say his name's Bill Brooks. Okay. He actually went on record and said, I don't want special interest groups running things. And he specifically mentioned the John Birch society. Wow. He's running scared. He is running scared. And that's a good thing. We are accomplishing so much out here in eastern Washington, northern Idaho, western Montana, and they know it, and they're running scared. So let's continue to put pressure on them. And one of the ways to put pressure on them is to make this event a statement. We need as many people as can come into this thing. We want it packed to capacity, and that will make such a statement that the John Birch Society means business every step of the way. Good job, Caleb. Well, I appreciate that, man, and I'm looking forward to seeing Alex Newman. He's a... 
he he is just a stellar speaker. And I'm telling you, these tickets I saw, Kayla, how many of you have left? Um, I still have a significant amount left, but I am selling them like hotcakes. Whatever hotcakes. I've never sold hotcakes, but but that I get the saying, so I get it. I get All it. right. Hey, let's get in some of these stories unless you had a, did you have a scripture for us or anything? No, I don't. No? We're, okay. we're, we're going to do some praying though. But before we end this thing, since it's the Sunday edition, those of you who are uh, doing church at home uh, or you're doing church this you know evening, uh, I want to do some praying tonight because we're going to get into it here. Going back to phase two is enough to make uh, you know a big, big impact on businesses and people's health. But before we get to that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. First, let's start with some humor. So we go to the Babylon Bee. Civil War soldiers glad they didn't live long enough to experience horrors of the January 6th Capitol <laughs> riot. <laughs> Once again, the Babylon Bee, nailing it. The horrors. Just knocking it out of the park. Now, this is coming from Joe Biden's speech, Gabe. Did you watch or, or read any of his speech? I actually didn't. Okay, I went through. I couldn't watch it. I couldn't stomach that. But I went through and I read the transcript. And there's so many illogical fallacies in this um, in this statement from Joe Biden. The first one, by the way, that we've heard now, 100 days, you know, and finally, finally we hear from our so-called yeah, president. Yeah, I heard it was one of the worst, worst ever rated uh, State of the Unions. It was. It, it, it was the worst as far as ratings go, which I'm surprised they didn't pad that. They may have even padded that. Oh, I'm sure they did. And here's the thing. Who wants to listen to a demented old man? I don't. No, yeah. right? You, you, he's you basically really he's the teleprompter fodder. That's all he is. Yes. So in this, he's finally addressing the nation, and he calls the January 6th event the worst attack on democracy since the Civil War. And Twitter exploded. It absolutely the erupted. <laughs> okay, because here's the thing. Let's go back a little bit. Okay, I'm just going to bring up a yeah. few things, and you tell me if the Capitol, you know, uh, terrorist event was worse than, let's say, 9-11. How about Pearl Harbor? How about the Oklahoma City bombing? How about uh, Ruby Ridge? How about yeah, Waco? No. Any of these types of events. Do you believe that this event where, what was it, four people died? Right, and three of them from medical emergencies. Ashley Babbitt was the only one killed, and was actually, she was actually killed by Capitol Police. So do you, any of these events, do they, do they rank a little bit higher for you in attacks against our country? Yeah, I'd say for sure. Yeah, the, Joe Biden's speech was written by this think tank, which is trying to put into us that January 6th was horrific. The level of rebellion, the level of death, all of it, when it, it was nothing more than a little overzealous Trump rally. Yeah. Uh, the worst thing they could be charged with would be trespassing. Right. Yeah. And a lot of the fomenting was not the Trump people. It was, as we know, Antifa, which you and I did reports on, in the, in the Capitol building. Some of the first people, they caught themselves on camera admitting, yeah. we made it. We got in. Yeah, we you had it. agent I provocateurs. It. I can't yep. believe it. We got in. Exactly. You had numerous cases uh, where patriots were pointing out mm -hmm. Antifa members to the Capitol Police saying, hey, something's not right with these guys. Right. They're talking about, you know, ramping it up. They're talking about becoming more violent. That's not us. Yeah. They're not with us. Go after those guys. They were reporters that actually said, I told you all we had to do is be quiet and they would accept us. You know, they're talking about the Trump people. Just mm -hmm. be quiet. You know what I mean? Yes. That's so exactly what happened. There's a few other things as well here. Worst attack on democracy. How speech. long has Joe Biden been in government, Gabe? 40 years. I don't know. He's been asleep yeah, at the wheel 40, for 40, 40 years. 40-something years, okay? 
And the guy still believes we're a democracy. Yeah. He's taken his oath. He knows that we're a republic. So, of course, this is another issue that I take with this speech. We are not, in fact, a democracy. We were never a democracy. Our founding fathers made sure of that because they despised democracies. Yeah. They knew that they were short-lived and violent in their deaths. True. One of the things that I loved about this is it actually his speech. I, I'm not a big Ted Cruz fan, but he actually fell asleep during his speech. <laughs> did he really? He I did. didn't see that. No, <laughs> Ted Cruz actually fell asleep. And uh, I got to find pictures of that. That's, that, you know, that's pretty good. I, I agree with you. I'm not the biggest fan of Ted Cruz there, but uh, falling asleep. It, it reminds me of that. Uh, have you seen that image of the individual in the restaurant and Joe Biden is stopped oh, and yeah. looking and at does, him and the guy doesn't even he look. He doesn't even stare at him. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's so perfect. Here's the other thing, Gabe. Currently, we have a number of American citizens that are languishing in prison over this January 6th so-called riot. They have not been afforded due process. They have not been charged with any crimes, and yet they are still sitting in prison. A clear violation of what our constitutional republic is all about. And yet, Biden still claims that this is the most egregious attack. Wow. No, an attack on any civil liberty is the most egregious attack, Joe Biden, and you... The, you bear so much of this on your shoulders as, as our so-called leader. Yeah. Sleepy Joe. <laughs> Good on you, Joe. Yeah, exactly. All right, so let's get out of that one. Move on to uh, this one I love, Gabe. And this one we could have almost started the show with because we always like to introduce a little bit of humor at the beginning of the yeah, show. Yeah, I thought, I thought this was a joke. No, I, this I is not. I literally thought this was a joke. No, no. Uh, soap dispensers prove systemic racism I, I don't even know where to begin with that. Are you kidding me? Now, what this is, Gabe, so there is uh, some, some black people in America are claiming that soap dispensers, because it's supposedly kind of a little light emitter that recognizes your hands underneath it, and supposedly some of them are having issue when they put their hands underneath it, it is not registering it, and it won't give them any soap forcing them to turn their hand around so it can see the palm, which is lighter, and then they can get soap. And this proves systemic racism in America. So you tell me that you'd, you, well, for you to even find this out, you'd have to put your hand under there with the dark side down, like, like this. You'd have to put your hand like your dark side up, which somebody had to figure that out. Who, well, well, here's who the thing. It's a lie. Who in God's name actually does it that way anyway? Nobody does it that way. You're right. But here's, it's a lie, actually, because really? they've actually they've done the investigation. The New American, once again, great publication. And they've done the investigation. All it does, Gabe, it's a sensor. Yeah. When it feels something break that sensor, that little beam, right. it dispenses the soap. Yeah, that's what I was figuring. There's no way it can sense color. It's no. just an emission of a beam. But what this does, Gabe, is it proves... People without are, a shadow of a so doubt, desperate to find racism. Yes, and it proves a, a greater problem. Let me ask you this, Gabe: You ever been really mad at your wife? Never, never. Nope. Remember, you're in a church right now. <laughs> I, hey, I want to go home. That's the problem. <laughs> if I could stay here forever, I'd be fine. Okay. <laughs> I have been mad at my wife before. All right. And think about this: You ever been really mad at your wife, and then? She does something, and she's not even really thinking about it, okay? Like uh, maybe leaves the cap of the toothpaste off. How dare her. All right? And in your mind, you say, she's she, doing that intentionally just, just to bug me. I know yeah. it. 
She's not. I'll tell you that right now. No, she just didn't put it on. But it goes to prove something. When you're doing something like that, right. when you're angry, when, when you're you let it fester for, yes. in your heart, you start looking for even the most minuscule thing to set you off. She did that intentionally. She's just doing that just to bug me. This is the current environment in America where it can be the most minute thing like a soap dispenser. How dare it? And this is proof of systemic racism. This is proof that the entire system needs to be burned to the ground. And we actually had a guy go in to a Black Lives rally and was talking to individuals. He interviewed them on camera. He's talking to them. He's saying, can this be fixed? Would it be better just to burn the entire city to the ground? And every single one of them, Gabe, every single one of them said, yes, let's burn it to the ground. They said the vast majority of Americans are white supremacists yeah. and that they should be dealt with with street justice. Yeah, it's it's to the point now where this festering wound is now spreading like a cancer. And we've, this is where we got to pray back. When I was talking earlier, the, the answer to this for us is as, as I watch this video, seeing people display that yes we have systemic racism and then not see the atrocity because they use the word genocide to describe this racism they use that word genocide and then for them to not see the horrors of Planned Parenthood actually actually profiling children of color little little black children because they, they are profiling and trying to get these kids and they put these Planned Parenthoods in predominantly low-income neighborhoods and then they, their paraphernalia that they hand out and then the, the media, everything they do as far as even their ads, really trying to push this on dark-skinned people. Yes. I mean, look at the history of Margaret Sanger. Margaret Sanger was a Nazi. She was a racist. She wanted to decimate the black population using eugenics. Yeah. Using Planned Parenthood. That's your history there. That's the actual genocide that is occurring in this country. It's not because of systemic racism. That's not what is wrong with this country. Yeah, absolutely not. And then uh, this, this whole entire process, wh while they're exa examining this light emitting dispenser, I do have to say on a side note, Caleb, I feel like a fool every time I go up to one of those hand paper towel dispensers and put my hand in there and it does nothing. I feel like a pretentious. Yeah, you, I got to wave at it all the time. I, right? I'm like looking do, at it, do like something. thinking to myself, how dare I have to push down like that? How I shouldn't have to touch anything. So if anything, <laughs> it just proves that we're lazy. Yeah. It doesn't no, it's prove true. that we're racist. You know, this individual that went in there at the George Floyd Memorial in Minneapolis, he also asked how many unarmed black people have been killed in 2020. And most of the individuals that he asked that question to were like thousands, thousands upon thousands. Yeah. Do you know the actual number? No, I actually don't. What is it? 18. Wow. 18 unarmed See, black men. that shows you the level of brainwashing. It's, it does. It's, it's simply brainwashing. Yeah, you made the, the statement that you, you didn't hate them for what they were saying. You didn't, you, mm -hmm. you didn't even, you felt bad for them because of the indoctrination that has occurred here. And, and this is, you know, no different than the indoctrination that we see in the checkout aisle as far as for women, what women have to go through. 
they don't feel beautiful enough because every single aisle has the perfect woman and mm. we have these standards. Same thing is going with the media is putting out there that, that people, if you are dark-skinned, you aren't loved. You aren't valued. You aren't accepted. And w- what they're doing in, in saying this is creating a culture of a victimhood and not actually feeling good about themselves. I actually feel right now the self-esteem of people of color right now is horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. They, they think about it, Caleb. Our heroes in the '90s and '80s, dude. We just had one of your great friends, Jermaine Jackson, on. You served in the U.S. military together, U.S. Marine Corps, dude. You know you were listening to Easy E and Dr. Dre together and that kind of stuff. I don't know. I never liked rap, buddy. I'm sorry. Dude, all I know is that rap has has shown like it's it's also not a good thing. The level of of like horrific words that we've heard. But dude, back when I was in school when I was a kid. We didn't have this, like this, this kind of systemic anger towards every person. Mm-hmm. We didn't have this. It just wasn't there. No, no, they've, they've ramped it up uh, considerably. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, let me say this too, Gabe, because you brought up an interesting thing that I just wanted to segue into real quickly here mm-hmm. with, with women. And they don't think they're, you know, beautiful mm-hmm. because they're constantly being berated right. by these images of the perfect woman. To our female audience... And, and, and even to our wives, Gabe, you are beautiful. And, and your husbands, we love you. We desire you. We're not looking for that perfect woman because we've already found you. Absolutely. You, you are such, I mean, you complete us. That's, that's exactly what we need is, is a, a woman and a man together in a house, building a family together. And we so value you and cherish you. And I just, I want to say, I want to speak out to this, to all, all the women that watch our show. Just come against that. Yeah, push Come against, against that spirit because you are perfect in God's eyes. And, and I'll say this too, generally speaking, you're perfect in your husband's eyes as well. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's move over. Breaking. <laughs> Ted Wheeler, okay, Portland mayor. Now this, this individual guy. is a putz, okay, he really is. Uh, a homosexual mayor of Portland, he has marched with Antifa. He has refused to prosecute them. He has said that they are peaceful protesters. But recently that just changed, Gabe. And they actually, he actually pleaded with the people of Portland to identify Antifa and to bring them to justice. Wow, so he's flipped sides. He has flipped. Well, they went in and they actually targeted his home. And they actually tried to burn it down. So, yeah, that kind of changes one's perspective on things. Yeah, that'll do it. When they start coming for you, that'll definitely put, put a little damper on your supporting them. Now, in response to this, somebody so, so-called associated with Antifa has released an incredibly chilling video, and they have threatened his very life. Now, Gabe, uh, my thing is not coming up, and I'm not entirely sure why, so I need you to actually read just the ending transcript of this video. Actually, it just came up for me, so I can grab it real quick. But this is what this Antifa individual says. I quote, Ted, we are asking you for the last time that you resign. If you, if you ignore, ignore this, go ahead. If you, if you ignore this message outright, the destruction to your precious way of life is going to escalate. Listen to this. Blood is already on your hands, Ted. The next time it may just be your own. And, and while he's saying that, Ted Wheeler's, address is superimposed over the video they're literally giving out the video and why i bring this up and why this is so important is because it shows 
that you cannot compromise with these individuals. You can't have a crocodile for a pet and no. treat it like a poodle. Exactly. And that's, that's what they've been doing. That's, that's what, the what the left has, has been done. doing. Yes. Your progressive little Subaru driving, Joe Biden voting, classic Democrat, has been petting a crocodile yep. by supporting Antifa. Yes. And they're turning on you. And you see it finally. It's a full-grown crocodile now. It is. And it's biting. So yep. that's the reason why this is so important. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't agree with Ted Wheeler on anything. Right. Except for this. He, we need to target Antifa. Yeah. And we still believe he has the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Certainly does. Absolutely. Yeah. And these individuals are threatening that. And so we cannot be spineless. We cannot be knobby need. We got to have courage here. Courage for every single patriot, every single Christian. We got to stand against what Antifa, what BLM, what the communists, what the globalists are attempting to do to our country. Yeah, and step one is just seeing them for who they are. They are militant, violent extremists in the exact opposite of what has been put upon your middle American Trump flag toting individual. Yes, they may be hot-blooded Americans, but what we have is cold-blooded cowards down in basements mm -hmm. who are pale-skinned little effeminate baby boys who haven't grown up and been taught how to be respectful and look somebody in the eye and be respectful, open the door for a woman, say, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, actually tip your waitress. These little cowards who sit in basements threaten the mayor by keyboard and here's what's actually happened. They've put out there for the address. There's always one person, even in a bunch of cowards, who's a little bit not so right-sided in the head, a little lopsided, and they will go do work. Yeah, they will. So actually, um, I, I would ask our audience to pray for pray. his safety, yeah, for I'm Ted Wheeler's for safety. Go Father, ahead. Father, in Jesus' name, I just pray for Ted Wheeler, God. Protect him. He's the mayor of Portland. He deserves the people's respect. He deserves... I cannot stand in a lot of ways his his proclivity, his his lean towards sin, God, but I believe God angels should protect him, watch over him, God and protect him against a spirit of violence and murder. In Jesus' name. Amen. I'm gonna add this as well, Lord. I just pray that you use what is occurring right now in Portland to bring about a radical yes. transformation in Ted Wheeler. That he yes. would find you, Lord, and then through him that the whole community could change. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Some local So news. standing up against tyrants. That's yeah. really what this comes down to. Yeah. Joe Biden is a tyrant. Ted Wheeler has been a tyrant. All right? Systemic racism is tyranny in America. We've got to stand against tyrants. And here we go in Washington State, where Gabe and I reside. Spokane County will likely move back to phase two next week. Okay, so we've got these phases, phase one through four. Phase four is supposedly entirely open. Now, Spokane has been operating, and most of Washington, actually, most of their counties have been operating in a phase three capacity, which is limited. Don't get me started. But now, supposedly on Tuesday, no. we're moving back to phase two in Spokane because our COVID numbers are too high. Too many people are being hospitalized. Is this just Spokane or the Pacific Northwest? There general? are a number of counties that are probably going to be moving back to phase two. And in fact, one, um, and I think it might be Pierce County, is afraid they might be getting moving all the way back to phase one. 
complete shutdown. Are you tired of this, Americans? Are you tired of watching your businesses close permanently? Are you tired of not being able to meet for churches, for graduations, for sporting events? Are you sick and tired of living under this tyranny, using this COVID facade to take away and strip away your liberties? What's now in- is the time to do something about What's it. What's interesting is some kind of, on a deeper level, I think Jay Inslee prophesied what's going to happen because, Caleb, you told me a quote. He said he was worried about something. What was he worried about? Yeah, so about? I'm going to move over to the next article, actually, um, from Como News to, to get to this one because this is an interesting statement that he says. All right. What's, what's been going on as they move to phase three is businesses started opening back up. You started being able to go back into restaurants, and restaurants started actually hiring people again. And now they're going to have to turn around and potentially lay those same people off. All right? This is what the real fear is. Okay? It's a, it, these individuals who are being interviewed in this article, they're talking about how angry they are against Inslee's relentless attacks against small businesses. And here's what one individual says about this. All right? He says that many people will start to shrug off the state's oversight if the rollbacks continue. So his quote, this is, no, this is the oh, quote so of this individual named Anton. Okay. So I fear that the longer this continues to go on, that we could end up with just a full-scale rebellion with people just ignoring these continued edicts. Now, Inslee goes on record and dismisses these claims. He says, I quote, no, our people are compliant. Oh our people gosh. want to save lives. Our people understand this is a temporary condition, and our people are innovative, and they understand that these are things we're doing to save lives. We know in the state of Washington, saving lives is important. Business people, too. We have a huge compliance with our orders to date. Huge compliance. People have really pitched in. Okay. Yeah, like those businesses who've gone completely out of business, thanks to you. Okay, Jay Inslee is a Democrat. Washington State was actually the first state in the union to legalize abortion. 1970, actually. And his statement that we're doing to save lives. Washington, we're doing this to save lives. How about you start with the abortion mills in our state? You really want to save lives. Okay, but there's a few other things as well to get into this. This guy, Anton, is 100% correct. The people are going to rebel. And it's going to be a righteous rebellion. On the level, excuse me, of spring break, what happened in Florida, Governor DeSantis... They had to do something because the, the rebellion level, once they pushed on the people, they pushed back. And that's what we have to do. We cannot allow this to happen. The only way to return to the normal, not their new normal, is to ignore this. I'll tell you right now, if the people in Washington State rose up and did not comply with Keep any of these edicts. your business open. You know what would happen, though? Inslee, within a matter of a week, would come out and say, oh, we got some new data, and it actually looks fine. He'd have to look like he's not an absolute turd. Exactly. He's got to look like he still has Has some some authority. Yeah. Some authority, but he doesn't. And this is what the people need to do. Okay, so I'm going to announce this, Gabe. Saturday, next Saturday, we are going to rally at the City Hall in Spokane. I need thousands of patriots to show up to this. Thousands. We will not comply with these edicts, and we are going to show them. And we are going to show our do-nothing mayor in Spokane that she better back us. We need businesses to open. We need churches to continue to be open. Don't go back to 25% capacity. No. Stay at full capacity. 
So get out there. I will, I will, I'm working with some individuals, and we will be getting the exact time, meeting location. We'll get some speakers. But we've got to put this on our calendars, and we've got to march on City Hall and say we will not comply with your shutdowns. We are open for business. That is what is required for Christian patriots in Spokane this week. This is why I think it's such a good thing. This is our last time to show that the emperor has no clothes because at this point we're in summer where COVID numbers are really low actually right now because of the heat, the warmth, the bacteria, and all the, the mist agents do not work as well in this type of warm weather. So we, we have right now on our side, actual evidence that this thing is deep in remission. We have to fight back right now. Amen. Fight back against tyrants. Church and state is brought to you in part by covenant church. Always remember the tree of Liberty is most likely a birch. And with that church and state is out. God bless. Hold fast the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, like and subscribe. Find us on multiple platforms. Newamerican.com If my people, which are called by my name, also check us out on Rumble. themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven, and will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness.